bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kaiser so say they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this tyler perry movie got aids spoiled movie reviews what's up welcome to spoiled movie reviews i'm your host rod the god because i go so damn hard and i'm ready to give you another review of a movie you either saw don't ever plan on seeing or don't care about because i'm finna spoil it today's movie is air that's it that's the title of the whole movie um i watched it on amazon prime um i didn't go to the theater to see it i honestly i didn't want to take a chance at the theater to see this because is is a movie about michael jordan with no michael jordan i said you know what i don't think i'm good you know i think i'm good but i said i but i did make a note like i do want to watch this at some point and so i did watch this movie um and i'm finna tell you what i thought about it but before we do that let me tell you what we do here we talk about what we like we talk about what we didn't like and then we score the movie it's that simple it's the simplest movie review in the history of movie review podcast i don't even know why everyone doesn't do this format honestly uh but you know that's the genius that you're working with when you listen to the blackout tips okay we are smarter than everybody else um all right so this movie directed by ben affleck uh written by alex convery starring matt damon uh, uh actually it's got a great cast matt damon jason bateman ben affleck uh viola davis uh chris tucker um uh jay moore's in here for a little bit uh uh marlon waynes is in here for he actually has a pretty big role um so yeah it's got a pretty big like cast uh and of course ben affleck and matt damon you know um but um all right so the plot of this movie is uh nike basketball shoe division is struggling in 1984 due to low sales and the vp marketing uh rob strasser and ceo phil knight tasked the basketball talent scout sonny vaccaro played by matt damon to find new a new spokesperson for their shoes although they considered third draft pick michael jordan off limits due to his preference for adidas and converse vaccaro convinced them that jordan was a generational talent and that nike should pursue him and try to convince jordan to sign with nike and of course we all know how that went they got them we all wear the nikes now and and the jordans um and the big thing is that jordan is the first player to get like a percentage of the profit from each the sale of each of his shoes um which completely changed the game for athletes forever like it like it really puts you you and the company in the seat together because it's like how many of these kevin durant shoes are we gonna sell uh it's not just kevin durant signs his name on something and then if the shoe becomes a huge hit he well hey you already got your money it's no i'm gonna make money in perpetuity generational wealth literally changing my family's destiny 
generations of my family's destiny will be able to get this passive income when i'm retired at 40 where most people don't retire to their 65 but because my body i might have to retire from the thing i love and the thing i'm great at at say 33 35 38 well i can still make money until the day i die from the sale of my shoes that it's it's such a huge thing and i think the movie does a great job of illustrating that to people um so that's one of the positives another positive i think you got some good performances but not from who you think like no no offense to matt and ben i mean they were fine in this but they weren't standout performances to me of course viola davis is gonna always give you peak viola davis you know so as dolores jordan she was amazing i I believe the scuttlebutt is that she jordan would only give them the right to this film if uh to like film this with his blessing if they got viola davis to play his mom so they did and uh you know they come a long time a long way from uh what was it like project green light or something (laughs) they come now they they hire black women everyone although she was technically behind the camera in front of the camera so maybe not anyway um uh another thing i liked i thought it was really well done that they just don't even show jordan i actually think that's the smartest thing about this film because if you have a michael jordan where there's a cgi where there's an actor it then becomes about how good of a portrayal of michael jordan is it and there's never going to be anyone who's able to pull it off period like not unless the film is about a michael jordan biopic you're just not gonna have anyone who can truly convince you they're michael jordan um uh or just it's it becomes distracting i'll say that maybe you're going to have somebody but that becomes a bigger part of the film than the actual like storytelling um jason bateman was good here but uh the people i was talking about that surprised me uh or or not even surprising but just they carried the film in a way that i think made it work julius Tennant as james jordan as the dad he was really good we know how tragically his story ends uh but not in this film but they allude to it uh chris tucker as howard white god damn he was great he was great every time he was on film he was just eating he was eating the scenery he was like you almost wish that in real life howard had been the person that signed michael jordan and not sonny vaccaro because it's just that's how good he was in this film you just were like oh great another scene with with chris tucker it's gonna be interesting uh and marlon waynes was good in this too he's not in it that much probably should have you know maybe they could have written a little bit more to him but um those two those three performances actually were the ones that you were like oh i didn't see that being a good performance but absolutely this is great uh viola davis is great too but like i said if if you saw a motherfucker that that's still surprised that she's a great actress i it's just like what do you just not believe in acting do you just not like movies so you know it, it was never like a surprise when she would like you know killing this role um ben and matt maybe they've just been in so many movies they just felt like ben and matt to me like i know matt tried to do like out of shape sonny vaccaro but it just wasn't really it was like a gag that just didn't really go anywhere it's like he pulled his shirt out a little bit more maybe ate some ice cream that week of filming but it wasn't like it was like y'all trying to convince me this guy's like a slubby loser and you maybe they should have had a few more 
scenes of him in vegas betting everything and losing money then i would have been like oh okay he's a loser but just he's out of shape everyone else is in great 80s shape is like i don't i don't know um and then ben affleck is phil knight works if you don't know who phil knight is that's basically the best way i could put it like it's not a phil knight impression it's ben affleck doing his version of phil knight but it just you can't know who phil knight is christmas Cena's david falk was all right too um i found myself less concerned with the white executive business scenes you know they're not bad in that they're like any other scene in any other business movie about businessmen you know uh the stakes for them are not as high i kind of wanted a little more through the eyes of the parents like i think we could have taken away a couple of those we're betting the whole division what about the operating budget uh such a you know we could have kind of taken a couple of those scenes out and then added a few of like dolores and james talking about like what this is gonna mean for their son uh that kind of stuff i would have liked to see that uh actually i I guess that counts as a negative i didn't mean to get into those already but um yeah obviously the fucking uh major positive is just the uh period piece of it you know it's the 80s fashion the hair the the shoes you know even the way they like unveil the shoe is very like you know like this is you know this is an iconic style that they came out in the 80s uh if you did not know all this stuff uh because there's a lot of people that don't follow sports like that this is a great movie to learn about some of the stuff that happened with michael jordan and and uh and signing him and how it changed the nba and shoe deals but i i i don't know and it's probably just because basketball is my favorite sport so maybe i'm taking it for granted but like for me i was like who don't know these stories like that there was a you know and like i said there could be a lot of people and maybe that's what this movie's for but as a basketball fan i'm like yeah we 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 already like the suspense for some of this stuff isn't here because like you're trying to build the suspense but like one we obviously know michael jordan nike we know that came together um but some of the stuff also was like um we we know that um i guess the stakes for these white dudes wasn't gonna send them back to the projects you know like it was like the safety net for these guys lives it's like watching mad men where you're like i guess he's stressed about the coca-cola account but also this nigga lives in a high-rise manhattan apartment on the side and in his motherfucking big ass picket fence house he lives out in the suburbs like i think he's gonna be okay no matter what the fuck happens he's kind of stressing out about nothing so it kind of felt a little like you know the stakes for them weren't really hitting for me in a way that it would have hit for you know the black people damn that's another negative i didn't mean to say that but yeah so anyway on the positive 
definitely hit the the 80s music soundtrack the 80s style address the, the cars what people thought was sweet back then you know he rents a car has like a a, a car mobile phone in it and everybody's like freaking out about that at the time um so like that kind of stuff is cool it's full of nostalgia if you love nostalgia which if you're a michael jordan fan uh most of you are definitely in love with nostalgia and it delivers on the this is why we think michael jordan is so great and now those scenes are told through the eyes of white men who are talking to a off-screen kind of michael jordan that you don't really get to see but they're showing like highlights and clips and during the speech like they're showing the future of like it's like the speech is word for word like what he's gonna do with his life and all this stuff and uh yes so so like nostalgia is huge here and i think and i'm a michael jordan fan myself but i think the super duper like he's the goat no one else could have done you you will get to see the screen show you what is in your head all the time when you bring up how great you think michael jordan is and so i think that's really the crux of the um that's the crux of it all you know um and if that if that sounds like a good thing to you you'll i think you'll love this this film um if that sounds like you know some kind of uh i don't know like if you like if to, if to you you're thinking that's not a good thing then you probably won't like this film because to me it didn't get much deeper than that um but it's a really solid movie it moves it's you know the plots to me are well paced out the things go together they're able to give you some intrigue and the will they won't they uh what did they have to do what did they have to change um that kind of stuff um so uh i do like that i think one of my favorite scenes is when they talk to when uh sonny vaccaro goes to like his local uh you know convenience store and the guy at the counter before michael jordan gets drafted is talking about why sam Bowie's gonna be the star and you know uh like michael jordan ain't gonna be nothing he's too small big men are the are the people that dominate the nba and it's all true i remember those times i remember some of those days and those thoughts and absolutely i remember that that talking point especially before he won a title because you know obviously i'm not i was only like i don't know like six or some shit when he got drafted so you know i'm it's not like i was you know sitting around uh you know having deep conversations but i what i was gonna say is coming up in those years before he won a title i forget how many it was was it like seven or something so i was getting into basketball hearing those conversations at the time and there was a shit ton of conversations about how like hey you gotta get a center michael jordan too selfish he he ain't never gonna win he a guard you can't dominate in the nba from a guard standpoint da 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 da. um he you know unless you magic where you passing you know all this stuff and so yeah it was it was cool to like go back and see somebody accurately portray that time and then the second that he starts getting in the league and becomes like michael jordan michael jordan everybody's like yeah he was obviously the right pick ha 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 laughing stock of the league y'all chose sam Bowie over him sam Bowie, like it became that in the past you know in the future but it wasn't like that at the time um 
so yeah they definitely show how bold a move it was to even go after michael jordan to bet all of it on it and of course because it's a bet that pays off it's it's genius you know i would love to see a movie called gear and it's a la gear movie about when they bet it all on Shaq and it didn't work and now don't nobody wear la gears except kids with rollies on the heels or light up shoes and shit you know um but yeah so that those are the the good things negative things i kind of talked about them already i would have liked a little bit more from the black characters perspectives as far as um you know viola davis and 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 the the husband and the uh the the mom and the husband james and uh dolores i would have liked something a little bit with them when there's not a white character on the screen to see their inner workings um uh i think the thing for me also is if the nostalgia doesn't work for you it just becomes a film where they're showing you michael jordan highlights and you're supposed to just go oh my god what a great movie and it's like is it a great movie or is it we love seeing michael jordan hit that shot off of craig elo and uh we love seeing a highlight of flu game and we're really getting hype about a highlight montage that is just voiced by matt damon you know (laughs) it also kind of feeds into the weird hyper persecution complex of michael jordan like it felt like michael jordan got to uh uh approve this script because at no point does anyone in the movie say anything about michael jordan like yeah he's kind of arrogant you know he's kind of a dick but shit i mean i think the guy's gonna be great i would have loved a few scenes that because michael jordan is kind of a dick you know and him doing some dickish shit would have been funny i know he was only like 21 or whatever this age but that would have been like some funny shit is just to see just you know if 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 someone if somebody would have said not like i don't want him because he's i think he's a dick not because he's not gonna be good but um but yeah so it like it does that thing though where it like shows like the future of michael jordan where everyone loves him and then the gambling stuff and then his dad dying and then like like everything except him owning you know the bobcats and hornets is is like look at how the world treats you it's not fair it's not right but nike will always be in your corner it's like all right guys you're pouring on a little fucking thick you know like uh, let's calm down this this nigga isn't like uh the this this dude became michael jordan jordan one name air one name for these shoes you don't gotta pretend like you know like he's the persecuted person he ended up being a fucking billionaire you know um but yeah they so they show that that was a little like it heavily relies on nostalgia to a point where i think there are people probably who love this film because they love the nostalgia of it and for me that part was just okay you know um i think anything else i didn't like about the film um it does feel a little long for me it's an hour 50 minutes you know feels a little long and i think it's just because it's not that the running time is so long it's like i just wish they could switch out a couple scenes for others switch out a couple white dudes and offices stressing and switch in some of those decisions with um with the family and especially dolores give me more of that 
like i would like a great way to show that last scene would have actually been dolores jordan telling you know saying okay michael we're gonna go with nike and you know it's unfortunate because they didn't cast a real michael jordan we didn't get a even a like her like we could even got a monologue of her telling him why he should do this for nike and his family and then promising him i will get us a percentage of ownership because that's what's really gonna da 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 and then the way you feel that last scene that she tells him that on the phone matt damon's like fuck we can't do it hangs up or whatever is sad and then uh we see her waiting for him to call back because she know he gonna call back that would have been dope as fuck like when she get the call back like uh yeah uh we're gonna give you that percentage she's like yes i know uh i'll have you know michael being on monday or whatever that would have been fucking uh i just think they missed they missed a little something by not putting a few of the scenes in the black characters eyes not just their not just them being a character in a movie but them being a protagonist because to me the real protagonist of the story is dolores jordan and the jordan family uh you know but uh yeah um i think that's about it oh shit i forgot to mention for positive it's funny it's a it's a funny movie it's got some good funny lines in it and stuff the, the characters are characters you know it's phil knight is a yoga guy and uh you know <laughs> i'm still laughing at the fashions of ben uh affleck walking into the nike office in that motherfucking loud as hell uh windbreaker suit that we all have from that age oh my god and how corny he looked with the hair and all that shit but like you couldn't tell him nothing at that time and he was still playing a very serious role so it wasn't like he walked up in there like hey hey i'm a clown look at me like he walked in there like it might as well have been a business suit and i was like yes that's that is such a great moment in this uh in this movie and so there's moments like that are just kind of funny and stuff um but uh let me write this movie so i will write this movie uh three and a half out of five and uh, actually you know probably more like a three out of five i'm being fair so like let's say a three out of five i'll give it a three out of five it's a well-made movie it tells a story if you're not familiar with the story uh and you but you are michael jordan like enthusiast and you just want to know the story it's a great vehicle for learning a lot of what happened and why michael jordan changed the game with marketing with everything he changed the entire game that being said um i know there's a type of person who's like i am bored to tears by all this shit i don't care about these white folks i don't care about basketball i don't i know who michael jordan is we're not actually watching michael jordan uh and they they gonna hate this movie they gonna hate it hate it and i get it you know and there's also a hyper like woke person that's probably like so the movie about the black the best black guy ever is about the white people that knew he was the black best black guy ever yep you're not gonna like it either so it's it's threading a very thin very thin thing I, i have seen surprisingly i have seen a lot of black women like the movie and i really think it's cause it's a movie that just concedes so much power to this black woman who's speaking on behalf of her black son who she's protecting and who ultimately guided him to not just the right decision but a landmark groundbreaking decision and the way the film frames it it's not even 
david falk's idea so david falk is the agent but david falk's kind of against it and this mother goes nah i think i know better than you and she's right and so in that way i can absolutely see how people are like yo this this shit is hitting i like like i think that's why i've seen so many black women like that's my guess and of course i mean marlon waynes and chris tucker are great at it you know so and like it, i it never it was not the issue i thought it would be when i saw the trailer of oh white guys in suits talking about basketball it, they found a way to get a lot of black voices in it and that does work for the film um so yeah there you go that's my review hope you enjoy this movie if you check it out if not i just hope you enjoyed this review leave us a five-star review wherever you uh listen to podcasts all right peace <laughs>